Today on the program, probable cases inflate the overall COVID case count. Do you hate wearing masks? We will look at mask-exempt cards. Later, Biden quotes get resurfaced, yet he still gets all the easy questions. Sasha Baron Cohen crashes a right-wing party, and finally a St. Louis couple defends their home with prejudice. That's right. This is Emergency Exit. This exit is for emergencies only. <laughs> That's right. This is episode 162. Today is July 1st. 2020. Mm. It is again 10 on 10 in our floating tin can. Far above the world. I was trying to harmonize. I couldn't yeah, do it. I couldn't do it. Fuck. It's my. We need. It's the whiskey. <laughs> it made me, it made my throat a little. Don't rough. blame the whiskey because you suck at singing. And, hey, you know what? That's it's right. Hard. Welcome back. I'm Los. You can follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me as always is Father. I can't sing a note. Davy. The holy Hispanic. But the Lord still loves me. Aguilar. Ooh, that's all that matters. Thank you guys for tuning one channel down from the beginning of Genesis on <laughs> channel 11. Which um, might be interesting. Making sure we're <laughs> streaming live to the world and making sure we're looking good to go. Mm. It's Brandon the Herd Hat Mitchell. Hey, right. what's going on, people? Oh, wrong one. Never go. Oh, he gets yeah. all Man, they just follow me around. Oh, man, he gets a crowd. Wow. Yeah. Damn, yeah, man. The people just don't stop. <laughs> you guys are liking our content. We've got another podcast on the network. It's called The Rewatch Party, where we watch old movies, new movies, just movies in general, and they all come from Nick the Passion Writer's collection. Ooh. Next week on Sunday, we will be watching dun, dun. American Psycho, starring Christian Bale. Now, that's a romance, right? That's a rom-com? It's a rom-com. Yeah, you guys will all it. enjoy it. So stick around. Well, you got to stick around for this show. <laughs> but uh, also, you can download that on our Podbeam, Spotify, and iTunes. That's mm -hmm. right. So welcome to another episode. Yes. We've got a lot to talk about, masks and Bidens and Borats and St. <laughs> Louis couples, Ken and Karen, as they're now called. Yeah, their official name. Yeah. I love it. But uh, we got one thing to do. We got to uh -oh. meet ourselves a blonde in the brew oh. world. Order. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's the This is my song right here. This is my jam. This week, we've got Dallas Blonde from Deep Ellum Bruin. This happens to be a Dallas beer. And uh, I think we may have drank this in the past. We may have rated it in the past. Who knows? But let me read a little bit about this American Blonde Ale. In a town famous for its bottled blondes and riots, we've reset the bars. This shimmering golden ale combines citrusy and floral American hops with pale Vienna and uh, wheat malts. It's beautifully balanced, seasonable brew, guaranteed to deliver more fun. Go blonde. And I always say blondes have more fun. They tend to. That's right. So let's uh, let's. Hear I, just that crap. I, I just want to say right off the bat, the fact that they made this blonde, it's already a winner. Oh, yeah. Well, they got a blonde top yeah, there. Got a blonde top. I didn't notice that. Unless you looked at that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I like that. Here we go. Cracking. Ooh. You like that, huh? Ooh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Brando. There you go. This has 5.2 alcohol by volume and an international bitter units of 23, so it's really low. Mm. 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 Yeah. Definitely citrusy and floral. Mm. Um, tastes like a blonde to me. Can I say it's kind of naughty? It's a bit naughty. It's a little naughty, it's a you bit know? Naughty. She gets you in the back of the throat. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, if you watch the show, Brando likes these kind of beers. He calls them Jessicas. Oh. So I think we would name this young lady on this a Jessica. And Brandon, what do you think about this beer? I mean, I like it. There's I like no it. words for it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It, hey, Mikey, it does, he likes it. It does have that little bite at the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. I like. I like a little yeah. a little tickle back there every now and then. It's almost, good. It's almost like good. she's like a dominatrix. She's like, hey, and she spanks <laughs> oh, you a little bit. Oh yeah. Y'all are weirdos, man. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just giving her some character. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, she's got some. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a. I'm gonna say I'm. I, I'm pretty sure we've had this a few times, and my score is just different every time. But right now, it's hitting me at, at just you know an even solid four. Ooh, solid four. That's it. What about you, there? Davey? I'm I'm going to give this a four point two. Why? Uh, just because of like just how everything goes together. The blonde top, you know, the blonde girl in front. Like I said, it's a little dirty. It's a little, you know what I mean. It's just it's a good it's a good beer. I could I could drink this whole thing by like the end of the hour. It's just a good beer. I think it's a great beer to drink when you are chilling by some cold water. Mm, some cold water. Sitting at the green belt, enjoying a day on the hammock. Mm. I'd give this a nice high rating of 4.875. That's right. That's right. Damn, you went to 875. Yeah, 4.875. Pretty high marks for a, a blonde there, and that's mm-hmm. the Brew World Order. Have you guys had this beer before? What do you think? Mm. So, Superfly. Welcome, friends and family, to another episode. Again, I keep saying welcome like you guys are already out here, but you guys are probably hopping in and Mm -hmm. it's your favorite. You guys probably just tune in just to watch the Brew World. Maybe you tune in to hear what we think about everything. Uh, This is your one stop shop for libertarian views, culture. Or like most people to see Brandon. Let's be honest. Which we don't get to see a lot of. Yeah. We just got to pop up that that hard head camera. Yeah. Got to keep them coming back. <laughs> yeah, man. exactly. Got to keep. Yeah, we you don't never wanna, know when it's, it's going like, to come it's, up. It's like the side nip. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you gave him a little taste, but not the whole thing. I'm giving him a taste right <laughs> now. What's up? What's up? Sort of weird that we have a closed captioning thing. Is there any way to turn no? It's that off? it's not us. It's it's automatically on mm. there. Like Shh. it's done, but pe- people can turn it off. Shh. Anyways, you guys want to give us a call and talk about the. Most important things in yeah, your so. life right now. Our number is down below, 830-875-0637. You guys know that song, 830-875-0637. Rose right off the tongue, right I off swear. The tongue. It's almost like you, you wrote that song. Uh, I did write that I song, so. yes. It's that old that old song from <laughs> the Los there. So we wanted to talk about COVID today. Mm. I think we can get to it right away. We don't want to spend too much time on it, but we've... Came across something, and I think it was David mm-hmm. who did a little bit of investigating on this and yeah. brought it to our attention one day. And it doesn't didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. We saw the antibodies test getting thrown into total case count. Yep. And uh, geez, we got another phone call. I wonder who it could be. All right, you are on the air, first caller. What's up? Kala, kala, kala. You're on the air. Hi, this is Rob. Uh oh. Here we go. Hi, Rob. How are you? Hey, Rob. Hey. Well, look, last week, you very rudely hung up on me and then started saying when I was off the air that I wasn't your demographic. I didn't think that was the whole point of your show. But all I want to do is, because I know you'll you'll want to hang up on me again, 
is let's look at Trump letting Russians pay bounties to kill American soldiers. And let's also look at 42 states with huge spikes in the coronavirus. Do you still think this man could be president of the United States of America? I actually want to vote for libertarian Joe Jorgensen. Jorgensen, I think her last name is? Jorgensen. Jorgensen? Jorgensen. I'd rather vote for her, but because I don't want uh, any Democrats in the office, I may just have to vote for Trump because uh, voting and libertarian at the moment. what is wrong with Democrats? What is wrong with Democrats? They want to help people. See, I, I can't trust anyone who says they want to help people. Like When they say we're doing this for the, for the greater good, you should be weary about that. You can't just be... You remember those commercials growing up? Trump? Hold up a second, Rob. You, you remember those commercials when you'd stay at home on a, on a school day and you'd watch Prices Right and it would be like, uh, this is Larry uh, blah, 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 Esquire. I'll fight for you. And he's mm -hmm. all... You don't trust that kind of person, nope. man. And I don't trust the Democrats. First of all, they pander like crazy. They just say things just to get votes. They don't actually mean it. Not only that, they're racist. But they don't have to now. Trump damaging himself. How so? 19% of the people think the country's in the right, going in the right direction. He's a denier. He, 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 come on, guys. He's a racist. Yeah. His family wasn't here in the Civil War. What's this crap about he won't even let, let, let even the Republicans want to rename these uh, army bases named for Confederate heroes. Let me ask the you a question. Is insane. Let me ask you a question, Rob. Did the Jews yes. knock down the Auschwitz, Auschwitz uh, memorial, memorial, or uh, actually, did they ever knock down anything regarding Auschwitz? You know, the thing that killed millions did of you them. Just ask me if the Jews. Yes, the Jews, did they tear down Auschwitz? Of course not. They, of course not. They, but so, that's, well, that's because there's so many deniers that they wanted it there for history to see. And, yes, so and yes. can you... happened to the Jewish people was the most horrible goddamn thing I agree, that ever happened 100%. So let's do the same thing with these statues. Now, I don't care about the statues. Uh, the statues can go down for all I care, but, you know, it's not up to people to do it. Let's make a law to pull them down and get them off of uh, public land. I agree with that. I don't agree with a bunch of people who tell us... I don't agree with a they bunch of people traitors. who say that we need to stay inside and then gather up and then pull them down and then go, oh, no, Memorial Day is the reason why we got spikes. Well, and the thing that frustrates me is... Oh, how, by it, the way, I think you forgot how old I was because I completely trusted everything that Captain Kangaroo said back in the late 50s, early <laughs> Rob, 60s. Rob, I just want, I just want to say the, the, the thing that frustrates me the most is that people are correlating racism to these men right like even to the point of saying you know uh abraham lincoln isn't good enough and it's like when you look at when you look at progress you don't you don't get mad at the beginning part of the progress you say hey at least it started you know what i mean when you look at the statues the statues don't represent racism they represent change it represents look at how the country has been changing and how we've been progressing and so the tearing down of the statues is really tearing down what america has been fighting so much to gain which is racial equality everyone living as if they're one person one unit and i think by doing this we've just stepped back for so long because now what we're doing is we're acting as if we don't have any sense 
right? That's what my grandma would always say. You're acting like you ain't got no sense, right? You're acting like you don't know what you're doing, but you know exactly what you're doing. And you're just getting riled up exactly how you said by a base that said, don't write about this, but you could write about that. Come on, man. That's not fair. But I noticed y'all don't say a word about uh, the Russians paying $100,000 for and there's all kind of breaking news on it tonight. You we know, don't care. Putin, what, what, does Putin, what does Putin have on Trump? Where Trump will not do anything. So listen here. How, how many times do we do we get called conspiracy theorists? And time and time again, you keep bringing up the conspiracy theory that Trump worked with the Russians. Yep. That's been widely debunked. Not only that, they tried so hard to try to push this on us. It's still played on MSNBC every day, a reputable news source. Come on, dude. There's absolutely no evidence. There's actually more evidence that Barack Obama colluded with them. And there's actual video. And Hillary Clinton. Apples and oranges. But Rob, Rob, how do you you feel about that, Rob? There's more evidence linking Uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama to Russia than Trump. QAnon, whereas Democrats, it, I don't call them conspiracy theories. I call them solid reporting. Rob, how do you feel? How do, from not feeling, Rob, I uh, want to know how do you yeah. feel about how do you feel about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are linked to Russia more than Trump is. They they colluded with Russia. They they paid no, Russia no, no, no. That's, during that's the election. That's oh, so conspiracy. so what makes what makes what you're telling me a, not a conspiracy, <laughs> but what I'm saying a conspiracy? How, how do we differ? There is facts. Exactly, there and the facts and the facts and the facts. And the facts have recently proven Even, that Trump is innocent. They could not get him on anything. That's right. I honestly feel like Roger Stone may be released in the next couple of weeks. Michael Flynn released. Michael Flynn, another one. Roger Come on, guys. Hey, he, I, look, I'm hey, I, Rob, I, on, Rob, guys. I ain't gonna lie to you about that. He may be a crook, no, but I don't think he's a crook. I don't think he's a crook on this. I, I, I think he's a crook about other things. First of all, Rob, you're a dog face, you're a lying dog face pony soldier, and you ain't black unless you vote for Biden. All right. Now, also, did you just recently, we'll talk about this in a little bit, actually, but maybe we can bring it up now. Uh, Biden's had some quotes that recently resurfaced about. How he'd rather, and maybe I can get this on here, how he'd rather not have his kids grow up mm-hmm. in an, a racial jungle. Now, let me get that actual quote here for you, and let's see uh, how, you, how you'll respond to that here. He says he didn't want his kids growing up in a, quote, racial jungle here. Um, let me get the actual what? quote. Where did you get where did you get that quote from, please? Okay, first of all, we're 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 looking up. It would be covered hour by hour. Oh, it would, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Oh boy, wouldn't it? So let's let's show you where it actually comes from, and that we have a very reputable fact checker, Mm -hmm. Snopes.com, who says it's a correct attribution to what he said there. In the 1970s, Senator... Senator, Hold on, Rob, you got to listen. Senator Joe Biden was a vocal opponent of busing as a means of desegregating public schools, and that record haunts him in his bid to secure 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. In early March 2020, readers that. asked Snopes to qualify, uh, verify a quote in 1977 in which Biden, then U.S. Senator representing Delaware, allegedly expressed fear that desegregation, if not done in an orderly way, could result in his children growing up in a, quote, racial jungle. Mm. Now, uh, the moral arc 
path of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Uh, 77 to today is many years. And Biden could change, and he has changed, and a lot of people have changed. So, a lot of people that hated gays all of a sudden had sons and daughters. Very weird how you'll you'll changed. you'll defend it's him. If you're if you're prime example, Kennedy was actually a Republican Donald because Trump the party switched. No, the party switched. So hey, can I tell you the best thing that happened this week? Yeah, what happened this week? They're painting Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower. Oh, yeah, that's yes, going to rile yes, him up. He's going to yes. go, I can't. Or is it going to bring people to his hotel? Yep. And, uh, <laughs> well, we're going to come here to watch it, so we need to rent a hotel somewhere. Uh, oh, how about this one that's right next to us? Yeah. It's funny how you think that these things, like, will bother him. You know how, like, two gay people will, like, kiss in front of, like, a straight guy or a Christian? And they think, like, we're going to get that that Christian and make him so mad. This is, you guys are absolutely funny and silly. And it's funny. When we point out somebody says something racist like this, and we claim that the Democrats only do things to pander, he still means this. But no, Trump... He'll say, you have to go uh, hold up, Trump will say, quote, Trump will hold say uh, in, in the same breath that he, that there's quality people on both sides and not the fucking Nazis. And he keeps saying, I denounce them. And we played video and video and video of him saying he denounces them. But yet you ignore that because you are a conspiracy theorist. You want to keep perpetrating well, lies. And I, and I just want to add, Rob, that, yeah, you're at, on, hold on, hey, Rob. Can I ask y'all both Rob, questions Rob, hold up, Rob, answer it? Rob, will I, Trump, will Trump lose or will Trump withdraw okay. and not run? R- Rob, Which he will one run. Will and win. R- I want to, I, I want to agree with you on one thing, and then I answer your question, okay? So I want to agree with you, and okay, you're absolutely sir. right. That was a quote from 1977, all the way back when he was. Maybe he did feel that way, but you know, years. yeah, but you know what? He has also said. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. And he has also said, y- you're not black if you don't vote for me, pretty much. So that's modern-day quotes. Exactly. If but- you're black and vote, and that's why, that's why right now Trump's only got 8% of the black vote in a black oh, vote. Oh, okay. So I like, I like what Rob just said. The reason that Trump only has 8% of the black vote is because the black people who are voting for him are not black. So they're not counting that as a black vote. They're counting that as a white vote. They know who he is. You consider them, but they probably don't because they hear the rhetoric coming out of your mouth. They're like, boy, this boy's racist, even though, you know, he says he's not. I don't know. No, we talk about this and we're together. It's like Nancy Pelosi saying she's not racist and then kneeling in African garb. And that's not racist. Anyway, answer that question. Will he withdraw or will he win the election or lose the election? He will win the election. He will will not withdraw. I say he'll withdraw. He will win. He'll withdraw. Oh well, you know, whatever. Uh, it's your opinion, man. I'll, I'll, I'll put a thousand dollars on a your win. Your opinion, man, and you know, frankly, man, it doesn't matter who wins because the world still moves on. And I think the most important thing is who gets the Senate and who gets the House. True. And uh, normally, when that kind of thing happens, it's going to be a majority House, Repu- uh, House and Senate, uh, no matter. Who wins? So if let's say uh, Donald Trump wins, it may be majority 
uh, Democrats who get the House and Senate. Who knows? Yep. Um, if he if he well, loses, we it will be the opposite, and nothing's going to get done. And it's about this watching. it's about this uh, tugging this push and tugging that we get that actually move us forward. Mm-hmm. It's never going forward when it's just one party that's in the lead. It's always this pull, this tug, this compromise that keeps us moving forward. That's why the libertarians are going to rise up one day. All day. That's right. And I think now, that uh, we can agree on music and all kinds of stuff, you know, on politics, we never will. But I'll say this again because I'm going to get off the phone. I love you guys. Dave, I think you're a really good guy. I, I, I like the way you, 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 you come across and you're very sincere. Lose is too. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. And, and I just want to know, Lose, did you ever get that thing of cast iron pot seasoned properly? Uh, uh, yeah, but you know, when you said to just use salt, right? Well, I mean, yeah, and then you got, of course, you got to put it in the oven. But I mean, you, we both agreed there were about seven different. Right, ways right. So I was, yeah, when we talked about that, um, you were talking about like, so what you do? I'm trying. I want to figure out your method because mine was just literally just taking the oil and rubbing it on there, turning it upside down, putting it in the oven pretty high, and then you know pulling it out. Add another coat, you know, and you keep doing that. How does it work for salt? Could you explain how that works? I like just putting salt in the pan, coarse salt, uh, kosher salt, uh-huh. and uh, just just putting it in the oven at like about 300 for about 30, 45 minutes. I had to give it a shot, man. I, I, I think that's not a bad idea. Um, I'd like to see that try to work. Uh, nothing's better than you know taking your nice skillet, mm-hmm. your cast iron skillet that's been seasoned, cracking an egg on it, mm-hmm. and then Google it. Yep. Google it. See what Gordon Ramsay does. See what Anthony Bourdain used to do. That'll all, you'll find it that's on, true. on the that's internet. True. I love watching Gordon Ramsay videos. By the way, his scrambled eggs, like his scrambled uh, videos, I are really cool. Like him. Matter of fact, I work for chefs like him, and he's, they're only assholes when you can't do your job. Yeah, that's right. When you're confident. Right. They treat you. They treat you like like your gold. Just like the government. All right. Well, thanks for uh, calling, uh, Rob. And just remember, you ain't white unless you vote for Trump. Love you, Rob. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bud. Guys have a good week. Later, Rob. We love you. Stay out of trouble. We... Where the key is, don't get caught. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, thank you. So that was a good call from Rob. The last week we did hang up on him abruptly yes. because I'm, we got tired of him yelling at us, and uh, this time it was good. And it, it, it's funny how he always puts a smile on my face. Yeah, it, it's funny how he calls and we we give him something like this. You know, the the Biden quote. And he's all like, you know, if that was really true, it'd be everyone would be talking about it. And then he's all like, oh, it's true. Well, it was a different time back a bit, then. Yeah. <laughs> It was a different time was, back then. It was a different time. It was a racist time back you know, then. Everyone was racist back. I mean, I was too, and I'm not anymore. You know, I'm remember I'm an old hippie. Yep. You know, we were all just beating up on the black guys back in the day. But that wasn't racist. It was just that was recreation. It's what you did. That, that was a different R. It was recreation. <laughs> it's a different R. It's a different R. All right, great. I feel like this is Chappelle skit somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of skit, you know how they they're canceling. I don't know if they're canceling, but you know Jimmy Kimmel got busted for. His old dude. So many YouTubers are getting canceled. Uh, the Jenna Marbles or whatever. But you know the thing is, that's because they don't have their own platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, think about uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He doesn't have his own platform. He's on ABC. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, they canceled uh, Roseanne's show for much less. Yep. 
than what way way less. I don't even know if they're canceling. Well, Tim Jimmy Allen's Kimmel. also they had the uh, Last Man Standing they canceled it and then they brought it back. Uh, no, it wasn't canceled. Um, so I I used to think mm-hmm. that too, and it's sort there's a half truth in there, but okay. he wasn't actually canceled. Um, I think there was something to do with um, budgeting and. Um, um, Production, uh, like there wasn't enough money in production uh-huh. or something like that in that era, um, but it got moved over to Fox, yeah. where it, I think now it's canceled. Um, no, it's still going. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah, I it's like really it. Good. It's sort of like all Jay Leno's a hit or miss. Who? Jay Leno on the show is a hit or miss. I think he's funny. Yeah, yeah. he plays that yeah, dumb that's mechanic. Like guy every right? now and then he makes those jokes where you're like, that's a Jay Leno joke. You wrote that one. And he like talks about Nancy Pelosi. He's all <laughs> like, <"Ugh>, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Allen's great. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So let's get back into it. We've uh, we've got COVID cases that we need to talk yeah, so about. Yes, inflating here. the numbers. Inflating the numbers. Now this is something that you brought to our mm-hmm. attention, and it was actually uh, Mr. Jones who, yes. uh, Mr. Jones and I. You Dude. know, he he's on top of things, yes, he and is. you know, you can go, oh, he's conspiracy theorist. But uh, just, you know, ignore that. Take the information he's got and do your own research. And then what do you do when you find your research? You just plug in probable cases, CDC, and you find out, oh, wow, probable cases. Let's just look up where pro- uh, probable cases are in here. Now, they're actually kind of towards the actual count. Um, here's a, a clinical criteria to be considered a COVID case, okay? At least two of the following mm. symptoms, fever, now, this is measured or subjective, by mind you. Um, chills, rigors, malaysia, um, headache, sore throat, uh, taste disorder, okay? Or at least one of the following symptoms, cough, shortness of breath, or difficulty breathing, or some severe respiratory illness with at least one of the following, clinical radiographic evidence or pneumonia or acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS. Now, that's the clinical criteria. You need to have at least one of the following symptoms. Symptoms: Cough, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing. You just need to have one of those symptoms yep. to be a clinical criteria COVID case. Or at least two of the following symptoms. Fevered, which is measured or subjective. Mm-hmm. Okay? Chills, rigor, uh, headache, or sore throat. Headache and sore throat. That's two Anything. of them right there. So anyways, what we want to get to here is case, case classification. Probable meets clinical criteria and epiological, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this all shitty, evidence with no confirmatory laboratory testing performed for COVID-19. Uh, epio, epi, epidemiologic. Epidem- yeah. Epidemiologic. Epidemiologic. <laughs> <laughs> epidemiologic. God, I, I can't read sometimes. I'm so bad. Maybe I have COVID here. Hey, it could be that dirty blonde so, in you. So if we want to look into who adopted this, this was approved April 5th. Now we get to see a trend going on. If you can go to, if you can Google, I didn't get any of this, but go to uh, Google and search Texas COVID cases. And you'll see we have a spike that started just after... Memorial Day, mm. which, by the way, Memorial Day happened, and then the next day, the protests started happening. So people blaming Memorial Day on it, it it's hard to tell if it's Memorial Day or protests. Protest, yep. It's easier just to say they both caused it, and one of them had a lot more people going than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, people would say there was a, a woman... And by the way, the reason why we don't hear about the protest people not ha- getting it, because they're not asking... 
The the contact tracers yep. are not asking if you went to the protest. Yep. So how can we gain accurate knowledge and data if they're not asking about that? Uh, we can also Google that as well. But as you can see here, the the cases started spiking um, April 7th. So you can see just before April 7th, we adopted the the probable cases, mm -hmm. and it just keeps going up and up and up and up. Uh, these are also uh, in conjunction with protests. Um, 420 was in there. I don't know how many people gathered with their buddies for 420. But you know what? Let's see what 420 is. It's actually lower. Lower. <laughs> people hmm. stayed at home and smoked pot, man. You know, I heard also that uh, people that smoke pot are less likely yeah, to get that's it as well. So. But we also are hearing blue states are getting hit harder by the COVID. Now, I wanted to look a little deeper into this here. Blue states are the more populated states yeah. uh, uh, and cities and such. And they're mostly going to be blue, mm -hmm. right? And it makes sense. The more people, the, the more cases right they're they're clumped together but if we look at the this chart and if you want to try to pull up that next that next link here we've got the states with the highest death count with new york being at number one new jersey being at number two connecticut massachusetts rhode island dc louisiana being the only red one in there michigan illinois delaware maryland pennsylvania so i saw a fact check because donald trump was saying Who's getting hit the most? It's these Democrat, these Democrat states, right? And then a fact check came out and he goes, actually, not all Democrat states are doing it. And they pull out this thing right here with one little red line. Keep going down. Uh, it's, a, it's a chart. Yeah, here it is. Boom. It's a chart right there. And <laughs> notice all the, the states with the lowest counts here, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mostly red. Um, so... Trump's not wrong, but you know what? They still said mostly uh, uh, not entirely true what he said. Uh, not all blue states are uh, the highest hit, and it's just because of that one little thing. It's like when they— Just that one. When he says, oh, I've got hamburgers stacked yes. a mile high, and they're like, well, not actually a mile well, high. You know, when he talks about going down that ramp and everything, and they go, well, you know, he didn't actually sprint down the last 10 yeah. yards of it, the 10 it feet of it. It was more like a light jog. It was like a light <laughs> jog. This is, uh, this is the media doing this, and because they got nothing else better to do. Like, we got to fact check every little fucking thing he says. But the bottom line here is that you can see New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, D.C., Michigan, Illinois, Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania. These are the top Damn. 12 that are blue states and they're hit the hardest. Is it due to their their policies? Their loose ways. And uh, can we see which um, states had no mask law, no mask laws by state? And maybe we're gonna see that in the the counts here. Anti mask law. <laughs> I don't know if that's it right there. Um, I could have done a little bit more research on it, but you guys can you guys can take my word for it. Or don't, you know, that's it's up to you. I really it's only 17, I, so if you see the, what, 17s? Okay, let's see the top, the, the U.S. states where you must wear a face mask if you interact with other people. Let's see what they are here. Four, uh, go back up. Go back up to that bullet point. It said, go down. You're going to, uh, let's see, four states, Iowa, Montana, Wisconsin, South Dakota, have no requirements at all. Let's see where they rank up in here. Iowa, um, not one of the top at all in here. Let's see, Montana. Uh, let's see. I don't see Montana either. Oh, yeah. Montana. It's 48th. 40, states with the yeah. lowest death count. Okay, crazy here. Wisconsin. Uh, I think I saw Wisconsin in there. Uh, no, don't see it in there. Nope. And uh, South Dakota. 
I don't see that in there either. Nope. Crazy how you think that if there was like a, a mask law, you know, or if there was no masks, you'd see more cases. Yeah, they're but the ones who have the highest. Don't ones. maybe people will say, okay, well, they're it's they're further apart and yeah. blah blah blah. They're the rural rural ends. The rural. The rural. Yeah, you know, but they're the ones that decide who is the president. Yep. While cases, no, no, they're not really. Well, as you can see, a lot of people are just not into wearing masks. I have to wear a mask at work. And it sucks because, uh, first of all, it fogs up my glasses a lot. And I have to look up. I have to look down into, into machines and mm-hmm. it fogs up and it uh, blinds me, you know. And the weird part is, is that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm social distancing. I am away from a lot of the people, but yet they make me wear my mask. That's so weird. And I said, is there some sort of compromise? They're like, oh, here, you know, take your glasses, put them in the, get them in the bathroom and clean them with soap. And the soap's supposed to do like anti-fog kind of thing. You know, like, like if you go to your bathroom and you rub shaving cream on your mirror and uh, you clean it off, it's supposed to not fog up when you take a nice steamy shower. It works, uh, but the soap doesn't definitely do anything to so you. So it's like, oh, just fix your glasses. <laughs> Uh, well, I have to go and go get, I went and got contacts. So I got contacts so I can look. But the problem is I look, I see much better without my contacts. I'm mm-hmm. close, I'm nearsighted. And so a lot of times I'm looking over my glasses to see things, you know, and I can't do that with my contacts because it's, it's, now it's extra blurry. Oh, uh, yeah. So it, it's causing me discomfort at work and uh, I really need, and I'm, I really need to see at my job. <laughs> yeah. I don't see me causing any sort of, uh, literally I'm just working on someone's machine that will sit for a little bit. Mind you, the science says um, <clears throat> it doesn't spread on surfaces. You can't get it from uh, from surfaces, yeah. um, <laughs> especially on some metal, which I, all these machines are mostly metal. But no, let's ignore the science. You know, let's ignore the science here. And I think it's actually CDC's telling us we got to do these kind of things. Yeah, the government keeps bringing the man down. But let's talk about mask laws mm-hmm. and how they're affecting minorities. So Ooh. I've got this um, this link right here. I found it on Facebook here. There's a young black gentleman, wanted to go to a store, and uh, he was told he didn't wear a mask, and he refused to wear a mask. And look how he got manhandled by these white folk. Where's the outrage? Uh, yeah, press play there. I don't think you, I think you may be able to, uh, and then full screen it. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to the ground. You understand me? Whoa. Put your hand behind your back. Oh, full screen it there on the screen so that you can see it. On your back. There we go. Look at these these cops enforcing a mask law. What? Enforcing a mask law. I think when you click over, uh, I guess it's just trying to load up every time. What the fuck? This is what your mask laws are causing minorities to get trampled for not wearing a mask. If you don't care about the white people that are getting yelled at in stores for not wearing them, getting called Karens and Kens, what do you call this black gentleman here? They're harassing this man for not wearing a freaking mask. Big freaking deal. What? Oh, he doesn't care about other people, so we must manhandle him. Screw that. He even right. says, I was never asked to leave. And they're saying, they asked you to leave. He's like, nobody ever asked me to leave. So there's something that I caught. There's actually a face mask exemption card out there by the ADA, the Americans for Disability Act. And we'll put that up there. And it, we had a Snopes thing. Is this a valid face mask exemption card? Now, as you can see, it says, I am exempt from any ordinance requiring face mask usage in public. Wearing a face mask 
poses a mental and or physical risk to me. Under the Americans with Disability Act, ADA, I am not required to disclose any of my condition to you. And then it's got the Department of Justice ADA violation with the number here. If found in violation of the ADA, you could face uh, steep penalties. Organizations and businesses can be fined up to $75,000 for your first violation and $150,000 for any subsequent violations. Denying access to your business organization will also be reported to the FTBA for further actions. Well, obviously, you know me. I see this on Facebook, and I have to Google it. And I find, I find this here. The U.S. Department of Justice issued card that exempts uh, holders from wearing masks uh, on the grounds that it possesses a health risk. By the way, it says possesses on here, and it's spelled weird, like possesses. See, P-O-S-S-E-S. And it's, uh, if it's oh, issued by the wow. government, I'm sure they would have uh, spell-checked that there. Um, possesses them, blah, blah, blah. And this is mostly false. Mostly false, though. Not just pants on fire. It's mostly false. Now... What's true about this is the ADA requires that businesses with mandatory mask rules for customers due to COVID-19 must accommodate people who may not be able to wear masks due to medical conditions or disabilities. In many cases, individuals do not, do not need to disclose or provide any proof of their medical conditions. That's the true part. Mm -hmm. Now, what's false is that uh, there's, a card for there's actually a card out there for it, and it had the FTBA on the bottom there. The FTBA... Is I forget what it said here. Uh, is mentioned on the card to report potential violations and does not uh, appear to be part of that. And I think I had, uh, geez, it had what FTBA actually stands for. Um, I'll find it here. FTBA. It's something like fuck the something. <laughs> I don't know how to be. It'd be hilarious. Um, free to breathe agency. Yeah, free to breathe. <laughs> But could you imagine, though, showing this to somebody and going, like, yeah, like, they can't ask you, and all they can do is try to Google it. In the meantime, they can't. I think everyone should print one of these out right now and uh, try <clears> to <throat> laminate I, it. I just find it <laughs> Free to so stupid that the video I just watched of this young black kid getting fucking mauled because he wasn't wearing a mask. Well, they like, do have... It's, like, it is a business, and they are free to... But but it it just drives me crazy that um like a mask for a COVID nineteen that is not something that is easy like is not easily spread. They make it seem like it is and it's not. Well, no, it sort of is easily spread, um, but it's just not as deadly as we're told. No, but I but, mean we actually are we have been told that it's not deadly at all. Yeah, but but even with it, what I mean by not easily spread is that people think if I touch you, you have it. If I look at you, you have it. If I all these things, it's like no, it's. Like you have to be a pretty close and project, like you know what I mean. Yeah, you need to be standing close and be yelling. Yeah, and uh, we, and I again, think we all got to saw where that happened. Well, I think to myself, what kind of people are, do they think live in America that like do they think we speak like three inches from each other's face and just yell? It's funny. I was at work. I wear this. I wear several different masks at work to try to compensate for not being able to breathe. So sometimes I'll wear a regular mask, a uh, nice cloth mask, a uh, paper one. And then I have this one that's like a welder's mask where it's just a big old piece mm -hmm. of uh, plastic that goes over my face. And I was talking to a customer and they kept backing away from me. I couldn't hear them. So I kept moving forward and they kept backing <laughs> up from me. They're wearing their mask and they, I think they're honestly super scared that I wasn't wearing a, a proper mask to them, even though mine's been approved yeah. 
from my work, of course. I go, this is okay to wear, right? They're like, yes, just make sure to clean it, you know, clean it every day. Uh, I actually don't even well, wear it more is, than a few Wasn't it Ellen's today. girlfriend or someone's girlfriend, like some lesbian with a girlfriend who made like stupid little plastic mask and was like, oh, look. And everybody was like, oh, that's so cool. It's like, you just fucking put plastic over your face. Shut the hell up. I'm just going to start putting cellophane <laughs> over my face. Just yeah. like wrap me up like this and just put two little holes there so I can breathe. You know, it's funny too. They're, the masks that I wear, they told me I even have to cover up my nose mm -hmm. in front of a machine that's not breathing on me. Mm -hmm. I get the whole covering up your mouth thing, but my nose in front of, like when I'm by myself, uh, uh, socially distanced, these rules, I guess I get the, I get the idea of mask. Okay. Mm -hmm. They, they protect people. They can, they can help prevent the spread. They help prevent it. There's no doubt about it. But if I'm okay, uh, see, it's not that I'm okay with getting it. I'm not in front of anybody that, will give me that disease right now, right? Why do I need to stay in my little corner and still wear a mask? I think that well, there needs to be some compromise here, but yet they just don't. They mm -hmm. ignore actual science. Yeah. Um, well, and I get frustrated because it's like, all right, when you do the science, the only people who are really in, like, in danger of this are the elderly. So... Why are you making everyone else follow rules that we don't have to follow? Again, they don't do this with the flu. They don't do this with 90% of things that we do in our regular life, like drive a damn car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it, speed limits and all that, but it just gets frustrating when, again, I'm seeing this young black kid getting mauled by two white men and nobody's talking about it because now it's a it's a it's okay to do it because he's not wearing a mask yeah, and they're, that's they're, justified. They're breathing hard to take him yeah. down, no matter how thick your mask is. If you're breathing that hard to try to pull down somebody, and you may have it, although asymptomatic people, mm -hmm. they say not, it's very rare that that's going to spread too. This is what I don't get. Asymptomatic people don't spread it very much, or mm -hmm. it's very rare that they will give it to somebody else. But And then getting it, you develop antibodies, which means you can't get it, and then you won't be able to give it to anybody anymore. I don't understand why we just don't get it and develop the antibodies for it. Why do we have to pretend to keep not getting it if I were already? That, if I were that kid, I would have just ripped his mask off his face and been like, are you going to stop? No, because you're not going to die. Like, again, I, I look at this and it's just, you know, so it's okay for you to grab him and rub your body all over him and all that kind of stuff. But he needs to be wearing a mask. Like, it's justified for you to do it because you're wearing a mask. But for him, it's not because he's not wearing a mask. Like... That's what I don't understand. How a mask can divide us that much? Look, I'm I'm asking Google here. How many people get COVID more than once? And it's like, can you get it? Can you get it twice? Uh, it doesn't sound like you can here. It sounds like uh, maybe it happened a couple times. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, no. Nope. You just don't get it twice. You build up the immunity for it. Why? Why are we doing this to ourselves here? It's because it's because we're listening to people who think they know science when they don't, and the and your everyday people don't understand science. But the they people don't. that that the people that they rely on to give us the science keep backtracking. Exactly. They keep changing it. Um, uh, you know, Fauci was talking about we don't want the kids to go to school, and then he got grilled by Senator Rand Paul uh, yesterday, and then he's like, "Well, I totally agree with everything that you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we should oh, we should have the kids to come back. Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here that he keeps backtracking? Well, in the beginning, and doing it was this? like in the beginning, scientists were, oh, you don't have to wear a mask, and now it's like you do, and not, well, you you really don't. So it's like, well, what science is right? What science is wrong? Were you wrong in the beginning, 
are you wrong now? Like when, like at what point are you right? And what, because you're telling us two different things. And so you're the one lying to us or you're giving us false information. And that's the same shit. Again, there's so many things that they're, they're not allowing you to read and see on the internet because they're the ones deciding whether it's right or wrong information. Yeah, and they t- yeah exactly. They take things off the internet uh, mm-hmm. when when somebody says like those two doctors that uh, came out and said you know through our studies this thing is totally not going to be a big freaking yeah. deal you know and then they delete they they exactly. completely ostracize him. I posted up this COVID tracking pro- uh, project thing that we just read about you know um, these probable cases, which basically means if you don't understand what that means, that means let's say you get the COVID. And they ask you questions like, oh, who are you in contact with? Like, you get herpes. You get tested for herpes mm-hmm. and you, oh, you got herpes. All right, who do who have you been around so we can mm-hmm. contact them? They contact trace it. Um, let's say you name 15 people. That 15 people are now considered probable, probable cases. cases. And they only need to meet one criteria, that they had a cough. That's all they need to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a cough, you know? Everyone gets a headache. Yep. Everyone can feel like a fever when it's subjective. Yep. I felt subjectively that I had it because in January I was coughing. Like there's evidence of me on the show where I was coughing, feeling a little sick and I was joking. Oh, I got the Corona, right? (laughs) Back when we didn't know it was going to be as big of a deal as it was. But I post this on, on my Facebook here and I wanted to make mention that section three, uh, 3710, 3710 of the CARES Act calls for higher compensation by 20% for every COVID patient. Hmm. People go, oh, why would they want to inflate these numbers? Because section, if you want to look up the CARES Act, section 3710, it calls for higher compensation mm-hmm. for uh, patients with COVID by 20% means they get 20 percent more income yeah, and more uh <clears throat> funding <clears throat> and doctors that i've spoken makes sense i mean doctors and nurses that i know that i've spoken to and when you when they talk about stuff like this when it comes to the ventilation it's like yeah once they put you on like it's not you know especially if you have a weak immune system and your body is not fighting it off well like you're you're like once you get on the ventilator you're probably gonna die and yeah. they know that, and they know that and that's why it's like oh so the more death you get on a ventilator the more money you get Let's see here. Uh, I'm just going through this this girl on my Facebook. She's such a white girl that's mm-hmm. so white guilt ridden that she posts up the stupidest memes. Hello, welcome to your friendly reminder that racism is a structure built to oppress marginalized groups. It does not go both ways. So the dominant power cannot experience racism. In other words, white people do not experience racism. There is no such thing as reverse racism. Yeah, we agree. It's just racism. So Yeah, and yeah. so what happens, right, when black people begin to be the dominant ones or Mexicans begin, begin to be the dominant ones and they start bullying the black or the white? And it's like, well, does that still apply? Or, are the, oh, right, if, if they're going after you, I'm not going to say your name, but if they're going after you, are you going to say, oh, or are you going to be like, yes, I deserve it. Abuse me. Rape me. Do whatever you want. I deserve this because I'm white. Are you really going to go there? Because that's what you're really saying. It's funny. Uh, I I remember I posted something about like the wall at one point. Um, this is before uh, I started dating my girlfriend, much uh, maybe like two or three years ago. Um, I We decided to go out. I, I dated her at one point, and um, oh. we, we kind of lost, uh, lost um, whatever they call that. Friction? Not friction. Yeah, we lost friction though too. Um, we parted ways at one point. Yeah, and she was all like, "Hey, do you want to like 
like hang out or something? And I was like, sure. So we go to a, you know, a coffee shop and, you know, we're, you know, blah, blah, blah talking. Then she brought up something like, like this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, is this why? Cause I started seeing her post up mm -hmm. stuff like that too. And I was like, is she really like this? And she started saying this exact thing, how racism is prejudice plus power. And I go, where did this plus power thing come from? Mm -hmm. Cause to me, racism is just superiority that you think that you're better yeah. because you are, or you're, you think everyone else is less because of their color of their because skin. Of skin yeah. Bottom line. I, she goes, no power. And I say, well, what if a white person has a black boss and that black boss calls that person a cracker? Does that still count? Oh, well, no, it doesn't count that way because uh, historically they haven't had power. Now, where where does this end at all? Well, even then, so you're talking in American history. Oh, so you think black people have never had power in Africa? In any, un right? So is that what you're telling me? Because if you read history books, you're absolutely wrong. So it's like, you're again, and that just shows how narrow-minded she is. All you're thinking about is American history. That's why I tell people, hey, do you want to go to Africa and see how many African slaves are being traded in Africa by Africans? I'm you know sure where, you don't. You know where uh, slavery is still being, um, is still rampant is in the Muslim community. Yeah, with uh, Ilhan Omar. Yeah, yep, that's and, right. And her family, but I ain't going to say anything. I'm just yeah, saying you got to look that up. Anyways, I don't want to get just into my Facebook up. feed. I keep a lot of, see, I don't, I don't sleep a lot of these people. I just love to like look at their stuff and see how far left all my friends are getting Same. meanwhile i see them going being so damn proud of uh, i get to use that snooze button i didn't realize i had so many friends that were racist i get to delete all these people i get to so i get to suppress my friends thoughts my so-called friends i just hate it when people you know and i get this all the time when they say oh you're so sad you're and you know people either say that i'm sad or because i'm christian i'm, I'm a closet homosexual so those are the two ones i get all the time wait you ain't gay Bro, you're on. Christian. Exactly. Right. So and those are the two things I always get. And I'm like, man, if you only understood like one, I'm like not the saddest person ever. Like I'm always happy. It's like the opposite. Yeah, I'm like the opposite, like 100 percent. And two, ask my wife whether I'm gay or not. Right. Yeah. So so but nice I get, cover. Bro. Yeah, right. But I right. He's like, yeah, you, of course, you, if you're gay, you would say that. Right. But it, but I always I laugh at that because it's like you know you're just projecting your sadness on me because you're the one living all day with oh this person's keeping me down and that person's keeping me down you're the one with living all this negativity in your world I live in such a positive world like I don't feel like I'm like I'm gonna die ever like I'm just the happiest most positive person so when I see people like that I'm just like you're just projecting your horrible life on me like I'm great. Yeah, you say something like that, and they're like, ban. Yeah. Now, speaking of banning, let's go to this next story. Bad Are you talking about banned on video? Uh, no. Uh, Biden campaign asked Facebook to censor President Trump's post. We have literally the left, or the Democrat Party, asking to suppress someone's speech. Yep. Now, granted, it's, you know, there's he can still speak, but they're trying to get rid of him from a... A widely used social media program mm -hmm. here. Well, you saw they got him off of Reddit already. Yeah, dude, you can totally watch fucking pornography yeah. on Reddit, yep. but God forbid you get to see Trump memes yeah. on there. You can, you can, you can see what you in see the a world? lot of horrible things on Reddit. What world do we live in? Yeah. They're like, oh, we just didn't realize there was so much hate in there. Or even Twitter, people, people who bitch about Trump's Twitter so much, you can see the most pornographic thing ever on Twitter. Yeah, you can watch porno videos. Oh, that's that just shows how society has changed so much that pornography. Yep. Which, by the way, I don't know if you looked at Pornhub recently. The first page on there has got constant fucking incest videos. 
They're fucking stepbrother, stepsister fucking videos. This is incest, all right? If you're okay with that, fuck off. That's gross, dude. I mean, it's still hot if you turn down the fucking music or the, <laughs> the volume, but it's fucking gross when they're like, oh, we need to do, we need to hurry up before mom gets back. Like, whoa, gross. Do you have those fantasies, you fucking well, you well, and, and mentally I mean, ill fuckers? And think about it. It's like... Again, this kind of goes on to conspiracy theorists, Ram, but like that's just indoctrination in a different form. You know what I mean? Like if you, if, you know, and I and I used to do this back in the day, but when you, when you, if you Google like top search sites and you and you compare all that kind of stuff, like pornography is always one of the top search sites, and it's like, oh yeah, right. So they're the ones who are influencing the majority of people. So what do you think they're indoctrinating them with? You know what Trump needs to do then? He needs to like start he, advertising on Pornhub right. or something, he needs, right? He needs to get <laughs> Stormy Daniels on the phone and be like, yo, girl, I got a new business. You know, I've got a, new, I got a new way of advertising. It's going to be great. Look, Avenetti, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't take care. I will take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. In a letter to Facebook's vice president for global affairs and communications, Nick Clegg on Monday, Biden's campaign gen manager, Jen O'Malley Dillon, with these long names. That's a white name. I've Jen O'Malley Dillon, probably married. And he's like, I need to keep my last name, mm -hmm. okay? Like, oh, fuck off. We're, then, you know, that's another thing I wanted to get into. <laughs> a little tangent. This is... This is the they're trying to get rid of the nuclear family. Yeah, you know, the uh, you marry your you marry your high school sweetheart or whatever, and yeah, you have kids and well, everything. Now like a nuclear traditional family, a, a nuclear family now is you marry a woman and you have at least two children. Yeah, that, that, oh God forbid that right. Uh, just, <laughs> anyways, it doesn't have to be a woman either. It doesn't have to just be man and woman. I mean, you could still have a happy family. I know you're probably against it, but you can be, you can have. Two people, two parents with yeah. two kids, you know, like that, that can still happen. And I know gay couples who are married and have kids. Like, I'd rather I, have these kids, instead of being aborted, get born, 100%. get burnt, and uh, uh, get up for adoption. Yeah, man, I don't want fucking kids So salad. that gay people can have yeah, uh, kids, you know? Instead, what they do, no, they don't even do that. They don't adopt from regular means. They find genetically superior women, mm -hmm. and then they're like, oh, we're going to put our little semen in there, and we're going to, we put both of our semen in there, and we mixed it up, and we just said, here, see, squeeze that in I, there, and see you, who wins. But I bet you when they choose that woman, they're body shaming and making sure it ain't some fat bitch who's sitting on the couch. Hmm, interesting. You're, you're absolutely right about that. So anyways, this O'Malley Dillon bitch criticized the tech giant for, quote, haggling, unquote, with hmm. the White House and requesting, quote, Edits and deletions of Trump's posts about the George Floyd protests rather than removing them entirely. So they're like, you should remove those. And Facebook's like, well, we're going to give them the option to delete them because we believe in freedom of speech, uh, you fucking witch. Yeah. And they're like, no, fuck that. So she specifically asked Facebook to remove posts from President Trump that suggest a, collection, uh, a connection between mail-in ballots and voter fraud. Dylan insisted that such posts were unfounded and constituted voter suppression. Meanwhile, in a special election in New Jersey last month, nearly a fifth of ballots were collected uh, that were collected were discovered to be fraudulent, which takes me to the next link yep. here. Commenting in mail-in ballots and thinking how they're going to be fraudulently unfounded, and this is voter suppression. Let's go to real clear politics here about that actual link there. One in five ballots rejected as mm -hmm. fraud is charged in New York mail-in election. Oh, it never happens. It's yep. very. This is what's going to happen. They will cheat when you give them the opportunity. We talked about the rally last week, how we had a bunch of kids, 
bunch of TikTok, oh, yeah, dickers TikTok kids where they they cheated. They reserved a bunch of seats for people that were probably wanted to go there. They reserved them all, got most of them, and then they didn't show up and they were fucking proud of themselves. We got you. This is what democracy well, looks and, like. And even then, right? Like both sides should be afraid of that. Not just the left, or not just the right, but also the left. You should be afraid of the right cheating. You Absolutely. should be afraid of the left cheating. So, right, and if you really are passionate, uh, right, how many people went out and protested for George Floyd? You know how you change stuff like that? Through voting. If you want to change that, go vote. If you really feel as passionately as you say about George Floyd, you will go out and vote. Come on. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, And that's why it's like, dude, I know you're not serious because once, because all you're going to do is complain about that. Oh, Trump, no, you have to. Why? So you can sit on your couch and have somebody else do it for you? Absolutely. Uh, so let's read this story. In the city council election, 16,747 vote-by-mail ballots were received, but only 13,557 votes were counted. More than 3,190 votes, 19% of the total ballots cast were disqualified by the Board of Elections. Due to the pandemic, Patterson's election was done through vote by mail. So the first time we get to try something like this, they start cheating right away. Mail-in ballots have been long acknowledged by voting experts to be more susceptible to fraud and... uh, uh, (laughs) Why am I not reading that right? Irregularities. Irregularities. Why why couldn't I see that right? I'm like, then... In person voting, obviously, I'm someone that you should listen about this. I think it's because you, want, I think you it. wanted to do it in the Trump voice, and so you're like, "It's irregularities." <laughs> this is raised concern from President Trump. That's me. That's me. Listen, okay, okay. Other Republicans about the integrity of national elections in November, which are supposed to include dramatic increase in mail-in ballots. Huge. Now, we want to read this link that says "more susceptible to find," and Wrong. we're going to read, uh, go down to page forty in this. You don't say mail-in ballots have been long acknowledged by voting experts to be more susceptible to fraud and uh, irregularities than in-person voting. So we're going to read this and go to uh, page 40. We're going to go to page 40 of this. This is 95. This is by MIT, by the way. Oh, was that it? This page 40 or this page 40? Uh, page 40. Um, 40. No, it's actual 40 actual. In, the, in the thing. Okay, so... Uh, Okay, so go up to one page. Yeah, it's 40 right here. So it says, what are the dangers of these techniques? Five dangers are usually cited in opposition too early. Uh, It's actually, it's page 40 proper. Uh, Not, not, not uh, by the PDF. It's uh, that one. Five dangers are usually cited in opposition too early. Absentee and mail-in voting. The first is coercion. So these are five dangers. The first is coercion. Um, the two primary mail-in techniques, absentee voting and all mail-in voting, are fundamentally not secret ballots. Although laws prohibit coercing absentee voters, the physical protections against coercion that exist in neighborhood precincts, such as secrecy booths and buffer zones around polling places, are lacking. Concerns over coercion are especially acute in settings where voters may be reliant on caregivers, such as nursing homes. Mm. Oh, so who's going to fill that out, right? Mm -hmm. A second concern is fraud and security. Mail-in techniques rely on the delivery of ballots in unsecured uh, modes. Mail channels, um, not like Playboy or something, but mail channels like mail-in, right? And to 
Uh, mail channels to and from the courthouse are generally unsecured. The mm. primary, the primary uh, assurance that the intended voter returned a legal ballot is a signature on an affidavit that accompanies the returned ballot. Therefore, the integrity of the voting rolls depend on the signature ver- verification skills of local election officials. Now, that's what happened with this New Jersey thing. Mm-hmm. The signatures did not match. The third concern is accuracy. Problems that voters might have in using voting technologies in precincts may have exacerbated in the mail-in settings. For instance, when, a pun- when punch cards are used in the absentee setting, the punch card ballot is often attached to a styrofoam backing. A paper booklet with candidates and issues accompanies the ballot. The voters notes the number next to the candidate or, or yes or no position, locates the number on the pre-scored ballot, and punches through the number. Going back and forth between the booklet and the ballot introduces even more opportunities for mismarked ballots than when punch cards are used in the precinct. Punch cards are especially confusing when the number associated with proposition classes with the whole number on the ballot card. (laughs) Speed is a fourth concern with non-precinct voting methods. As a fraction of the votes cast via during the absentee process grows, concerns over delays in counting absentee ballots have also grown. In Washington State 2000, for instance, over half of all the ballots were cast absentee. The slowness of the count in Washington meant that Recounts in two very close races, the U.S. Senate and Secretary of State, were not ordered until three weeks after the election day. Recounts in less visible local races were similarly delayed. The fifth and final concern is that these techniques all reduce or eliminate the ceremonial aspects of Mm. voting. Yeah, those are a lot of things to watch out for. No, you know, don't take my word. These are just, you know, MIT students and uh, whatnot. You yeah, know, who am the, I? Who and, am I to say any of that stuff? I read it terribly. It's like that, and those are just the ones they probably see happen often. Yeah, you don't know the ones where it's just like, yeah, people cheat this way too. Yeah, you, dead people can vote. Yeah, people well, uh, will vote. The old people that can't sign their own or names or, or bribery. Hey, I'll pay you. Coercion. For your vote. You know. Old co-host of this thing was like, "Oh, what's the big deal with? Uh, are you guys afraid brown people are going to vote? No, no. About a third of them will vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. The problem is that we don't want cheating. You know, we want a fair election. Exactly. Um, which, obviously, given the chance, there are certain people out there not going to mention their political party that will cheat just to get somebody out of office that they don't like. That is undemocratic well, and that is un-American. And it's not just that they don't like; they hate Donald Trump. They hate that guy. So if you're like if if you're telling me they wouldn't do any everything in his in their power to stop him from being from winning the 2020 election, you got another thing coming. Like they really do not like this guy. No, they cannot stand him. So let's move on. Uh, we know they cheat. Who cares, right? That's just how it's going to be. And I think the I think the the Supreme Court knocked down mail-in voting anyway, so we don't have to worry Oof. about that crap. And by the way. If it's okay to go out there and freaking protest, it's okay to go out there and freaking vote. Yep. Okay? God, is that so hard to freaking do here? Anyways, Biden holds a press conference and invites friendly journalists and reporters to ask him silly questions and not press him for any of those racist remarks. Now, we were going to play and show the Biden quote there where he said, I don't want my children to grow up in a racial jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, but it also says, oh, you ain't black unless you vote for me. <laughs> you know, God damn, this guy's a fucking racist piece of shit. <laughs> But no, uh, it was a different time for him. You know, you know, there's a lot of reason why we pull down 
those uh, racist statues. Yeah. Because oh, it was a different time, wasn't it? You know, maybe if they lived today, they'd regret everything they did. Yeah, exactly. You don't yep. know, but you never give him a chance. So fuck off. So Brian uh, Biden gets a hold of his first press conference ever since uh, COVID. He doesn't have to be. He's not wearing a mask, by the way. But let's just go ahead and see how silly these questions get for him. He gave me a list of how to recognize. Is Alex AP out there? Look at that. First of all, go ahead and pause that. So he's got a list of people that will ask him questions. And I think he knows the questions in advance, by Mm -hmm. the way. And they're going to be friendly questions. He's not going to call anyone that he doesn't know the question to. So go ahead and just watch this here for just a moment. We're not going to watch the whole thing. It's about 40 minutes long. I will work with that. All right. Um, So we reported yesterday that President Trump was briefed as early as March of 2019 that Russia had ordered or offered uh, bounties to the Taliban for the killing of U.S. soldiers. Uh, You called his inaction on this issue a betrayal. So broadly, what consequences do you think the president should face for that betrayal? And specifically, what do you think Congress should do? Well, look, uh, first of all, Congress and the intelligence committees on the Congress, both parties should demand just read my notes here, what I pre-wrote here. This seems to be a, a moving story. Can you skip As towards the leaving, end here, and uh, where he starts stumbling really bad, and, and you know it happens after you know a few minutes, <laughs> thirty minutes. We are going through another phase of maybe responding to the systemic racism in America. Yeah, that and you were perpetrating. Yep. Is don't be surprised if someone pulls down the statue of Jefferson Davis. It's better that they do not, but it's fundamentally different than pulling down the statue or going into the Lincoln Memorial and trying to pull, uh, you know, not Lincoln Memorial. I, I, that, that, that's a bad example. The Jefferson <laughs> Memorial and grabbing Jefferson over his chair. So. Two, qui- two quickies. Um, two quickies. Two quickies. Commit to three debates? Oh, yes. Three? Three, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Debates? Oh, yeah, sure. I am committed to following the debate, the, uh, the national debate group that sets up these debates, who they pick as the moderators, three of them. It's been for this way for a long time. The first one Are you describing is to me a one on one debate <laughs> with a moderator. The next one is a, a town meeting. I'm excited. It's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. Uh, a, a normal debate again. I commit to those. I'm looking forward to it. Last, last question real quick. Some have speculated sir, that, that, you, that you are subject to some degree of cognitive I appreciate that, decline. actually. I thought, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't have word recollection that I used to have. I forget my train of thought from time to time. You got 12 years on me, sir. Are, have you been tested for some degree of cognitive decline? I've been tested, and I'm constantly tested. Look, all, you, all I got to do is watch me, and I can hardly wait to compare <laughs> All I can do is watch me? To the cognitive capability of the man I'm running against. Thank you so much. You know, I really can't wait for these debates. You know, Trump is definitely more there than he than Biden is. Like, oh, he's like, oh shit, my mask. We throw my mask on real quick here. Stand here. Make sure you guys all see me put my mask on. They they start sharing for him. Thank you. I did put my mask on. See, you guys a good example. Don't write about me like you do that, Trump. So they ask him some pretty simple questions. Uh, that last one was actually out of nowhere for him because mm-hmm. he's all like, no, I got to get out of here. And I like that little thing he said. He's like, you're a lying dog. <laughs> he's like, he was like, I thought that was pretty funny. So meanwhile, at a Trump press conference, well, whether or not he's asked it personally, this is the kind of questions that Trump has to deal with. Not just like, hey, do you like cats or dogs better? Which is obviously what happened with this 
this Biden BS here. But uh, this happens on a daily. This is the, the media talking to Trump. going on right now about the proper place of symbols of the Confederacy, statues, memorials, names. And uh, the president has repeatedly inserted himself into this debate. And I think a lot of people are trying to understand what his view of uh, memorializing the Confederacy is and the proper place of the Confederate flag. So a couple questions. One, does he believe, does President Trump believe that it was a good thing that the South lost the Civil War? And then two, is he interested in following NASCAR's example and banning the Confederate flag at his own events? Well, your first question is absolutely absurd. He's proud of the United States of America. Um, second, with regard to our statues, um, Americans oppose tearing down our statues. There is a Harvard-Harris poll released just last week that shows 60% of respondents said the statues should remain, and 71% said local governments yeah, should way. block groups from physically destroying the statues. So he stands on the side of preserving Jeez, our American. history. The question was actually about the Confederate flag in his yeah. rallies. Yeah. He's got the blonde hair and the cross at his address. That would be a question for his campaign. Anyways, but there you go. Look, this president's this focused the kind on of questions that on he fixing gets. problems. It's why he had his executive order just a few weeks ago to keep our streets yeah. yeah. secure. Yeah. Is he sad that the uh, that South lost the the Civil War? She's all like, <laughs> looks up at him like. What the fuck kind of question is that? This is why these reporters like get kicked off of the the press briefings yeah. and shit because they ask dumb questions like that. There's no hope in their in their answers. It's like anything to get a sound See, because bite. if you if you were to have like real people there, would be like, all right, you know, like Stormy Daniels, was she like a ten, a five, like you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. The, well, the people want to know. Let's drop a question what here. The people want to know. Uh, uh, so Stormy Daniels, uh, do you smell okay? Like, uh, how big are those tits, man? Like, are they like two handers so real, real or like quick. one each? Was she a cuddler? Did you go in for the cuddle? Did she want a spoon? Well, let me just say something. Spoon? I didn't have sex with her, <laughs> but I can just say she's got nice breasts. I like. Okay, okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. They're great. Believe me, I've seen them once, twice, three times, four times, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me. Excuse but me. I have no idea who she is. <laughs> I've never met her in my life. All right, so let's go on to this uh, these BLM protests here. Now, a St. Louis couple arms themselves uh, while folks enter their private property. You guys may have seen them. They're all now known as Ken and Karen. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, this man goes on. He makes his round to talk shows. I believe he said that he's a Democrat, but uh, I think after this whole thing, he's definitely not voting for Democrat anymore. But this man starts going on talk shows to explain himself. Explain himself. I'm not going to explain myself for that. He goes on Fredo Cuomo's damn uh, talk show. Well, the worst guy who panders the most, not panders, but he has his brother come on all the time and never, never asks him about the nursing nope. homes. All those... Thousands of people you're responsible for killing yep. by letting them go, letting uh, infected COVID patients into nursing homes. You're responsible for that. The dumbest shit you could have done. You son of a bitch. And he goes, no, it's it's Trump. It's Trump. He was the one that, uh, it's the damn Republicans did, did that are trying to mom? politicize this. But have you called mom? Mom but, wants you to call her. Yeah, and then they, yeah, they don't even talk about that shit, you know? And like, they, they make fun of each other's noses. But uh, I think that's sort of funny. So Trump retweeted a video of Mark and his wife, and uh, this is how Cuomo describes this. Hello, Kelly. I know that she's a new listener there, says Neil, or she's a new listener. Thank you, Kelly, for listening. 
And hello, Neil, for joining us once again. You definitely have heard this, and I would like to hear your thoughts about this. But let's watch this video. There it is. Spooked you about what you needed to do. Mr. McCloskey, go ahead. Last word to you. All right. Guy stands in front of me, pulls out two loaded pistol magazines, snaps them together in front of my face, and says, you're next. Okay. If you were there, Chris, I think you'd feel like you had a right to defend yourself as well. Absolutely. Somebody takes out uh, magazines or ammunition and clicks it and makes a direct threat to me, I would feel threatened 100%. And that's what happened to me. And look, I know that you're going through uh, a process with this. I welcome you having counsel. Uh, if you were within your rights to do what you were doing, it should be adjudged as such. I wanted to talk to you about the broader implication because it's just a horrible picture of what's going on in America right now. So to me, it's not about what's right and what's wrong just in a court of law. It's about what we want right, to, right and wrong about how we treat each other. And that's why the and president why retweeted this tweet, Mr. Watkins. You know it. And Mr. McCloskey, you know it. He retweeted it because he liked the image of white resistance to this movement. And I'm not saying that was fair to you. You know it. We know I know that's it. why he did it, because that's why he deleted it. I wanted you to well, speak I'm glad for yourself. You're, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're a mind reader, because no one else thinks you are. Oh, in fact, he didn't delete it. Good. Makes my point even no. more. Uh, <laughs> you didn't say that. It was said to me uh, for me. I'm thinking about something else where someone was screaming white power in a video that the president retweeted. He deleted that one. He didn't delete the one of you. I wanted to give you a chance to speak about it. We both know you don't have to be a mind reader to assess a pattern. You're not a mind reader either. I haven't seen the video of the person clapping the magazines, but you drew certain inferences from the behavior before you. I'm doing the same thing. We've seen behavior before us. I'm making a judgment. I'm sorry. Uh, that you are caught in it the way you he are. It's not what you intended by all of He's got too Mr. many McCloskey. people talking in here. Uh, Mr. Watkins, thank you for representing your client. Appreciate you taking the opportunity. So Cuomo says thank you. that well. Trump tweeted we'll right it because you know it Spooky and I know it because he likes the image of white resistance to the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And the guy's like, I'm glad you're a mind reader because no one else thinks that you are. And then... He's like, well, personally, there's no evidence that uh, somebody did this, but you know, I, I don't want to judge you. I, I'm mm -hmm. judging you now. He had to keep back and back. Yep. It's like this is this is the news. This is and they're uh, like, you're judging him. You're judging. Him. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm judging him. This is why Tucker Carlson beats every Everyone. single one of you guys every fucking night. And I mean, Tucker's not the best, but I, I I tend to agree with him much more than these fucking turds that are just spewing out stupid things like we know it, you know it. It's all opinion. Yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's not, a it's, it's a biased opinion. It's, it's Alex Jones bullshit. Kind of. It's, except Alex Alex is entertaining though. Yeah, Alex he Jones takes is actually right most he, of the time. And he, you know, he sells you products that you can use. <laughs> Let's he knows see here. Joe Rogan. I bet you none of those people know Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan wouldn't have any of those people on their show. That's right. So here's something from the College Fix. Here, a scholar was forced to resign over a study that found police shootings are not biased towards mm. blacks. Interesting here. Say. Guess what color he is. He's not white. He's not black. He yellow. He yellow. He yellow. He a yellow belly? He's a yellow. Oh. Yeah, his name is Stephen Sue or Stephen H-S-U. I think it's just Sue, right? Silent H. Michigan State University leaders have successfully pressured Stephen Sue to resign from his position as vice president of research and innovation. He's vice president wow. of research and innovation after the Graduate Employees Union Another union, mind you, launched a campaign to oust him from his role just because he found during his studies that found black 
police shooting or found police shootings are not biased against blacks. Mm. This reminds me, when I was reading this, it just reminded me of the man who discovered DNA. I, I can't remember his name. He discovered DNA. Then he started doing these studies on um, IQ and found that uh, IQ by race, that mm-hmm. there were certain races that... James Watson. James Watson, that's right. James Watson, um, he discovered that through his studies that there are some races that are smarter or have higher IQs than others. Mm-hmm. And I think blacks were pretty low on that. Now, I disagree with that. But this man discovered DNA, which we all use today. We mm-hmm. all discovered that's absolutely true. The man lost his Nobel Prize for that. They, they, they made him turn in his fucking prize for that study. Now, whether it's founded or unfounded, the man obviously knows his shit. Yeah. Right? So this brings me to this man here. This man is a vice president of research and innovation and the graduate employees union, of course, it's the unions because all they do is donate to Democrat causes. Yep. And right now, the narrative right now is that police shootings are biased against blacks. And he found that's not true. Of course, it's not true. Well, and I, I posted on Facebook recently that, um, you know, first they're coming from the statues and then, then they're going to take the Declaration of Independence because if, again, People think I'm crazy for saying that, but if you follow the 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 thought pattern, well, why wouldn't they? You're taking down the statues because you're saying they're racist. Well, the same people wrote the words on the Declaration of Independence. So, what makes you think that they're not going to go after that next? I'm not sure. Uh, Ricardo says, "Why isn't Rand Paul on any COVID panel? Mofo fought being COVID nineteen positive with a bad lung. Homeboy." Is my man. Yeah. I love Rand Paul. I don't know hey why he isn't. That's right. Down the street. I like. I loved his work on that '70s show, but now, you know, unfortunately, he, He's, he has to go into science. Yeah, he has to go into science. So, unfortunately, you know, a scientist being on a fucking science panel. I guess uh, I don't understand what that. What's wrong with doing that? Anyways, I we're just reading headlines on that one because we got more to get to and we don't have much more time left. I think you're going to like this one here, though. Mm-hmm. So this is a black preacher, and he preaches about black-on-black violence. <clears throat> so this thread here I got. Um, first, I want you to play the, the video here. Oh, you know he's black because he's got the... If we're going, if we're going to argue logically, the argument got to hold up on both sides. All the killing in our community ain't coming from white people. Mm. Come on, say amen if you can. We are killing one another. Mm. Our old people are scared to get out at night in their own community. They're not scared of white people. They're scared of young black boys on the street. Pull up your damn pants. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. (laughs) No, no, all the killing that's going on ain't going on in River Oaks. Mm. Mm. It's going on in South Union. Mm. In Third War. On Cullen and Martin Luther King. Every street that's named after Martin Luther King across America is riddled with crime and death Mm. in the name of a man who stood for nonviolence. The church has got to accept some responsibility. 
because we in here singing and shouting on Sunday morning. Let's get out here and go tell that young black boy and that young black girl, we going to teach you how to love yourself more than somebody taught you how to hate yourself. Pull your pants up. Take your nasty pajamas off when you get up in the morning to go outside. Come on, man. You got good sense. Talk like somebody's raising you. Anyways, there you go. So uh, That's what I'm talking about. Now, let's read some of these threads here because these uh, this is shared by some people that are going, this is very powerful. Uh, but then you got people saying, uh, I love it when someone's love and truth overpowers. So, you know, that's good. No, that's actually good. Uh, keep going. Scrolling, uh, let's see, the Pierce Morgan. No, that's a good one here. Uh, someone's oh, like, yeah, yeah. and yet the so-called preacher has not said a thing about the kids killed in Chicago the last weekend. All black-on-black black violence. Shame on you for giving this racist a platform. Uh, actually, white man. I think he was actually referring to uh, Al, Sharpton, oh, Al Sharpton, who yeah. actually is a racist, yes. Let's see. Uh, man, this all is this completely different than when I pulled it up earlier. But anyways, it was saying like, oh, this Negro, like there are people going, this Negro, and uh, doesn't say, doesn't say, here it is, right there. I guess this old Negro preacher forgot about economic deprivation, uh, part of the reason why black on black crime happens, lack of resources. Yes, because of the New Deal that you guys got from, uh, I think it was FDR or something, right? See, but even then, and that's and that, you know, I've talked to so many white people who say, you know, those kind of things, right? Lack of resources. They don't have a good education. They don't have this and that. I'm like, look, if this was 1994, maybe we're yeah. in. Like, once you hit the year 2005, you ain't got no excuse. Once you had Google and iPhone, all that kind of stuff, if you're dumb, you're dumb because you're stupid. Yeah. If you're failing in life because you're an idiot, if you're not successful in life because you don't want it. Like, that's it. That's that. You can't blame white people, black people, nobody. If you are not successful in doing something with your life, it's because you're a dumbass. Yeah. Because you don't know how to use Google or you don't you know how to fucking use the phone or anything. And that, yes. Don't blame it on, oh, the white man's keeping us down. No, they're not. You're just not picking yourself up. Yeah. You know, and something real quick before we got to we got to hurry up here. As a matter of fact, no, I'll, I'll move that to a different to di different thing. It's still pretty rev uh, prevalent in my mind here. But let's go to this next video here, real quick. Here, this is a funny video I came across here, and it, it was simply called "When You Join the Wrong Movement," oh. <laughs> and a little co a little comedy for us here. And I thought, yeah, I think a lot of these people get into these movements when it sounds good for them. And demand justice. We must do the work required to dismantle cisgendered privilege. Those heterosexual. Those straight people. We must defund the police, and our white allies will lobby Congress to disarm every American. So we are no longer shot by the police. And once we remove every Confederate statue and piece of history we don't like, all white people must kill themselves. I was not expecting that. Their whiteness makes them the cornerstone of systematic racism. So we ask all white allies to use your privilege yeah. and sacrifice yeah. yourself Ooh. for the greater good. No. 
I yes. like white people. They yes. got the best customer yes. service. Then we take over <laughs> city blocks and declare them communist utopias. What yes. does that have to Everything. do with black people? <laughs> Everyone works for the government. Everyone pays a carbon tax. Absolutely no borders. No private property. Yes. No systolic. Yes. Lenin. Marxism. Thank you, thank you. I thought that was a great one. Let's get to this next video here. Because this mentally ill gay guy yells at black cop and calls him a black Judas. Judas. Mm. Black Judas. You know, the guy who... Uh, Betrayed Jesus? Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's the black one of those? Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. I didn't know they made him black. I thought they just made him in Jew. <laughs> they just made him in Jew. Yeah. This is... Uh, this may be hard for some of you guys to watch, but just watch it. Here. This is uh, this is who speaks for you a lot of times, you folks. You you crazy fucking nonsense people. All right, we only got one last thing to talk about, and it's Sasha Baron Cohen crashing a right wing militia rally to sing a what some would say a racist song. I listened to the song, and I was singing it all day long. Yeah, was uh, it? it's a good song. It's it's pretty funny here. It's catchy. Uh, so apparently he goes and he paid off. He was a big donor to this um, this rally, and they let him go up there. And he sings this song. That's right. What we gonna do? That's right. Inject him with the Wuhan flu. <laughs> Wuhan flu. That's right, y'all. <laughs> what we gonna do? Lock her up like we used to do. Lock her up like we used to do. That's a catchy tune. Yeah. gonna do inject him with the woo and flu inject him with the woo and flu that's right y'all <laughs> what we gonna do 
like the Saudis do. <laughs> Chop them up like the Saudis do. <laughs> Everybody. Who wants to chop them up like the Saudis do? I do. Chop them up like the Saudis do. Okay, you ready? WHO. What we gonna do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. WHO. What we gotta do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. WHO. What we gotta do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. What you're gonna do? Yeah, so that's the end of the video. Now go, now go down uh, in that article. Now what? Once they realized what was going on here, they, they it may have been for his this his show, which we may see that later on on something else. But mm -hmm. Sasha Baron Cohen infiltrated the Washington three percent local right wing militia event uh, Olympia a few minutes ago. Last minute, big donor paid to support the event, higher security, and then the security mm -hmm. kept the uh, organize, uh, organizers from getting on stage to stop Cohen. And this guy says, we tried going up there to shut the thing off, and there were just tons of security. So so he donated to this just to do this. Mm -hmm. I think it was funny as hell. Uh, to tr prove what point, I don't know. <laughs> you still supported their cause. Well, thank you guys for watching. We've gone through so much stuff. I had one last thing with a pizza with a swastika on it. Pizzagate. <laughs> it was Pizzagate. But if you guys like our content, we're on Spotify, iTunes. Tell your tell the friend at uh, the gas station which if you like us. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. So for David Aguilar, for Brendan O'Hara Mitchell, I'm Lowe saying that's right. We will see you next week. Wuhan flu, what you going to do? Inject him with the Wuhan, Wuhan flu. flu. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 830-875-0637.